gonna break something of yours! All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Heartbreak Hotel. My name is Sid, and I'm your resident manager here. Today, I got another guest in the hotel to come and share their story, and this time, quite the unique story, resulting in quite the heartbreak. So, let's jump right into it. How's it going, man? How, what brings you in today? Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be here, and probably this would give me an opportunity to uh, discuss my story if it helps someone, you know, look at the brighter side of life, including myself, now that I have to move <laughs> ahead in life. This will be a great opportunity to share my experience. I appreciate that, man. And uh, thanks for coming in and wanting to talk about things because sometimes we we, we drown, our, drown ourselves in distractions and don't talk about the realer things in life. And this is exactly why this platform was created and why, because I enjoy having these conversations with people, right? So I just want to let you know, Heartbreak Hotel is free of judgment, aims to create a comfortable environment for all of our guests. So please feel free to share your story and tell your story how you want it to be told. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so looking, looking forward to sharing my experience. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. So so tell me about uh, tell me about this heartbreak of yours. Tell me, paint the picture for me. What is it specifically that you want to talk about? Well, it's to do with my uh, marriage, which was way back uh, in 2010. Okay. And although I've moved ahead, uh, but it's kind of those two years uh, of my memory which have kind of buried buried somewhere in my in my head. Deep in your head. Okay. Yeah, but. Uh, although I have moved moved on, but it's always good to you know uh, learn from past experiences and probably share those experiences. Uh, it not only helps me uh, probably revisit that situation, see what I've learned, uh, how I've come across, and uh, probably it, it helps me uh, right. also. Uh, to say that, okay, you know, yeah. uh, on top time, of helping yeah, others, yeah. because you know sometimes we're never alone in this war, right? right? Uh, yeah, there are there are so many of them. Um, probably. Uh, coming from India, uh, there's so many of them who've gone through a similar situation. I would consider myself to be extremely lucky to get out of this jam within a period of two two years. Really, but at that time, uh, if one would be in my situation, it would be, hey, the world's just falling apart and nothing seems to work. Right. Uh, but in hindsight, you would be in a position where you say, oh, you know what, my stars are so lucky for me that I'm out here. I'm sitting now here in Canada, yeah. and I restarted my my life after that e- whole episode. Right. And uh, maybe it will give courage uh, not, only, not only to myself, but also to others who are uh, listening in here. I respect that so much. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. So, like, discuss how the union came about, right? Like, what did your parents think about the family? Did you have any initial impressions? Or was this person that you were dating at one point and then formed into a marriage? Or was this like an arranged marriage situation? Well, uh, this situation was an arranged marriage. Okay. Uh, like many uh, marriages that, that generally happen in, <laughs> back in India. And we all know, yeah. yeah. The, uh, you know, and arranged marriages have quite the stigma around them. Yeah. But, you know, uh, if marriages work, which they do, okay? Uh, my case is not like a generalization of it. Right. But yeah, marriages do, arranged marriages do work. And when they work, they're really good. Uh, you know why? Because the concept, uh, I feel like the, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the concept here is falling in love after marriage, creating a friendship and creating the bond after marriage, right? However, prefacing that with the fact that, well, we're married now, so we have to work this out. Does that make sense? Yes, if you're if you're in uh, 1960s and 70s, <laughs> uh, I would say yes, uh, this was because 
if my parents are very open with me and touchwood they have always been very supportive great uh, of me and they discuss you know uh, in our times uh, we never had an opportunity to know the person uh, before marriage and the only opportunity we, they did have was when when parents are sitting across uh, in in a room and say okay uh, here's the to be bride and here's the to I be I call groom. those I call those next week weddings yeah cuz <laughs> next week we got to get married and hope you know sometimes you meet the bride before yeah. sometimes you meet the day of and that's just yeah. the way it goes you know and uh, go ahead in a corner or go to a separate room and you know talk things out while everybody's having their prying eyes on you that hey is what's so going scary. on so that's that's like the older generation probably right. generation of my parents yeah. uh, and parents before them but over a period of time you know india has progressed i wouldn't say oh, that of course uh, of course so things so not, what was yours like yeah so mine was a although it was a the 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 fabrication and the format of it was uh, and i use over fabrication because you know things didn't work out <laughs> okay wow <laughs> Uh, the format was still arranged, but the fact was that hey, uh, we've got this profile, and their family have done the initial analysis, and they're okay with with this. And families have basically said okay. Were they family? Fr- uh, were you guys family friends? Or no, was, they uh, were not. Was this through uh, so, like a, a dating website or something? Well, at that time, sort? dating websites were just starting out. Okay, uh, but this was through uh, you know. A mutual of, friend or mutual no, friend of the family? A, a newspaper ad. Oh, great. Okay. okay. That's how my parents met. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, these traditions uh, yeah. follow on through the generation. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're, pre- they're prevalent even today. Right. So, right, yeah, right. that is how I uh, found out about this girl. Okay. And uh, usually what happens is that the parents first, uh, you know, talk to each other and say, you know, if, is the, are the families compatible? You know, generally right. they chit chat and... So my sense. parents come from, uh, you know, uh, we've always been working class and professional people. And uh, sometimes what happens in India is that one is a business class and the other is a professional class. And right. you know, sometimes things don't. I mean, the classism, caste system, all these things are still very prevalent in today's India. It's uh, the importance of that is still there. Okay. Hopefully uh, it's fading by now, though. It is. It That's is. good. It I'm is fading and it that. has faded a lot. But there are certain sects, a certain uh, group of people or communities which they keep it alive. Yeah, they keep it alive because, yeah, uh, like Banias and all, they say, okay, you know what, uh, we're Banias, gonna marry another Bania. Right. Uh, yeah. A Bania is a form of caste for those people. That yeah. Don't so know they're yet. they're the traditional business. Uh, business people. oriented yeah. accountants. Yeah. Account- slash, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Business oriented people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and I, I'm saying not and only you have to stick in your class. You can't uh, marry above or you can't marry below. Uh, that really depends upon the of family. Co- yeah, hundred no, no, percent. Uh, but yeah, uh, but in the traditional form, in the of traditional that, form, then it really limits to that that cast, of, that, that specific cast. Of, yeah. yeah. Okay. So so okay. So yeah. Talk about yours. Uh, so once this newspaper ad came about, uh, the parents have already talked to each other, right? Yeah, the parents have already and now, talked, and now. So they what said, were the, what was their initial impression? So their impression was, you know, we are okay with the family because the other other side is also, you know, um, modern and working and the father is a government official and the mother is a school teacher. So, so you, you generally see right. a kind of uh, that we are we are compatible as far as the family is concerned, you know. Okay. They don't, they don't evaluate in terms of rich or poor or whatever, you know, generally on a professional level. Okay. Hey, we, they have like modern values and, you know, but they They're also maintain the traditions. O- overseeing yeah. the Yeah, overseeing picture, the overview right? that whether right. the two parents would be or two families would be compatible with okay. one another. Great. You know? So now 
when did the bride and groom get thrown into the mix? Okay, so how it happened with me, I think it happens now in in modern times, is that they generally ask the bride, the to-be, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say to-be, uh, the to-be bride and groom to say, okay, you know, this profile has come in. Why don't you talk to each other and let us know, you know, what do you feel about it? So you gen- you generally meet up, you know, you you get in touch with one another and okay, they say, okay, great. fine, you know, let's uh, have... So is that what happened with you? Yeah. So now you're... Okay, couple so of, now you've introduced each other, uh, introduced to each other. Yeah. So talk about that interaction and yeah. your initial expressions, uh, impressions now. So we generally... The first time we met, we met after work. So she was also in the same area that I work and I was also in the same region. Cool. Uh, so we said, okay, after our office, we can probably catch up for a drink or something like that or we can catch up for dinner or generally just over coffee, you know. So yeah, so the first time we met at a at a at a cafe, and uh, we generally talked about kind of an introduction to one another. So it's it's not professional, but then you know, with the looming picture of marriage, right? Yes, like the with, with yes. the because it's like we are meeting for the objective of getting married to each other. We are meeting so, with the objective of evaluating whether we yeah. are compatible with one another exactly. to get married. Uh, but the overall picture is the reason why we are meeting is because there might be a potential on on. To, right. to to go towards that side. My initial impression was okay. Yeah, she's a, she's working. She has she's independent and she seems interested. And that for, aligned with the values of what you were seeking in your significant yes. other at yes. that time. Okay. Yes, because I I was looking for someone who would help me uh, at least be comfortable Great. Uh, talking to that person. Great. Uh, so when you are when you're meeting, you try to you know, put questions or generally try, try to get information out which says, okay, you know, uh, certain areas we match in terms of our interest. Right. Uh, certain areas, yeah, sure. You know, marriage okay. is all about compromise. Yeah, it? compromise, yeah. 100%. Uh, but generally, uh, you look at the personality, how, how the person carries uh, one oneself and how the person talk to talk to. So out of curiosity, what was one thing that you're like, okay, I'll probably going to have to compromise on this. <laughs> well, it, it, that thing does not come in the first meeting. The first meeting is always, you know, the best foot uh, forward. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. We have all these walls yeah. that are in front of so us. And, you know. So that was not the first meeting. So right, you right, meet right. many times uh, yeah, after. Yeah, of course, of course. And by that time, you generally have an idea of, okay, you know, I can probably think about uh, dating initially. Okay. Yeah. And by dating means it's that whole courtship even you're you're at least okay with the fact that okay from the perspective of getting married yeah. at least we are evaluating certain ground like testing some waters not all waters some waters <laughs> okay so yeah that that is the official courtship period right okay and uh, once in that period if you still feel that you know things aren't working out or there are some differences of opinion or whatever it may be you know you don't feel comfortable then there's always an option of going your out. separate ways. So that's yeah, that's that's in just the modern uh, arranged marriages that usually take place. You know, uh, parents say, "Okay, fine, you're fine," unless until something is not fine between the two of you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the modern approach to uh, arranged marriages. Okay, great. So then, uh, since you can't wait to talk about this, <laughs> uh, where did the conflicts begin? Like, what wasn't working at first, or what? eventually became that full-blown war? Well, to have, in the first few meetings, uh, it went pretty well. Okay. Uh, You know, by the end of like third or fourth meeting, we said, okay, we can probably explore Yeah, you got the good feeling. Yeah. Okay. And then things started to really 
kind of go the negative way in hindsight now. Is this before marriage or now? Before, before, before. before oh, before. so, okay. So how about we talk about that? Yeah. So after the first four meetings, uh, it, it was my expectation that, okay, at least we're going to start seeing each other on a regular basis, you know, after work or, you know, over the weekend. And uh, what happened in my case was there was a big lull. Two weeks went by and no talk, no communication, nothing. And I was like, okay, w- w- what the hell happened? You know? Yeah. And uh, that's, so that's when you start getting the initial hate. I need to like check on my approach here. There's something wrong here. You get that feeling, right? Of course, because yeah, and it just, it, this just happened out of yeah, the random. And then you say, okay, uh, you start raising questions within yourself. Oh, did I say something or maybe what's wrong? You know, you, you need to find out from the other person. And, uh, you know, the thing was that so after two weeks, I I told my parents, you know, we've not been uh, talking and we've not been uh, seeing each other. And I don't know what's wrong, you know. I'm not getting a comfortable feeling uh, about this. So they said, oh, no, there's nothing wrong. Um let me find out. Like my parents said, let me let me find out from the other side. They're your yeah. lawyers. They got to find <laughs> yeah, out for they, you. They you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I, I've run out of options. I'm trying to like reach her and probably giving a couple of calls, sending messages, don't get any response. Uh, so the parents reached out to their parents, and I don't. I I did not get a justification of what happened. But oh, really? But then she reached out to me. And reach out in the in the fact that yeah here they we're having a, a a party or something like that with my friends and why don't you come over? Sure, okay. <laughs> but you can already uh, see that you know uh, we've not been seeing each other. We have been be, haven't been talking. So this was just the first instance uh, of meeting after that that initial lull period. And no justification of why this person has no. disappeared for two weeks. No, no. Interesting. It just, oh yeah, come over for a party. Yeah. We, we'll talk there. Okay, like come okay. over for a party this Friday. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I go there. Now, personally speaking, I'm not that kind of, uh, I'm not a party person okay. as such, but I'm not a loner as, as well, you know? Right. So now you're at the party. I'm at the party and um, because there's so many people around, you know, you, you can't talk talk about this, you know? And then lot, there are a lot of drinks going around and you, you generally, because in it's her friends, it's her group. And I'm like the new addition. So everybody knows oh, this guy. There's is, a lot of pressure on you. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on me. And I'm also trying to be friendly with everyone, you know, uh, from the perspective of whether if this if she's going to be my potential wife, then I better make, make some friends, you know, and exactly. see who, who I have uh, a, a gelling equation with, you know. So I, I, I talk to people and they, they inquire about me and I inquire about them and her as well, you know. Uh, how do you know her and since when? And generally when, when, when two, two set of friends uh, who are strangers initially meet and they generally say, okay, how do you know the connecting person, right? So generally that, that was the conversation and I was fine. The friends were fine with me and uh, but she, she took it as if I was trying to like snoop around Oh, wow. Uh, about I, her? Or about her, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And uh, like, what? Uh, I, I'm just trying to... Adapt know, and like, yeah. you know, gel in with your friends yeah. and, you know, have a good time just because it's a party. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that was the first level of 
so how did she react? Like, what, did she accuse you of anything? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why are you trying to find out about my history and my past and all that? You know. Okay. Uh, right off the bat, just like yeah. hostile. Hostile. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I thought that maybe I've done something wrong, uh, but then I wanted to diffuse the situation. So and and there were already a lot of drinks gone down. So this is already hap- this is happening live at the party. At the party. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So I said, you know, uh, it's late, and uh, I'll I'll take my leave. So it is at that time while I was leaving, then she she called me out and said, "Why are you doing this?" You know, all throughout the party, she was like busy with her friends, and yeah, I'm trying to like yeah, she's hosting a party. Okay, yeah. she's busy, but she's not host- hosting party. It's someone's. It's her friend's. Oh, home. interesting. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's busy in her group. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like mingling around with friends and uh, you know. Trying to be her my, friends because none of your yeah, friends, none of my yeah. friends, yeah. Anyway, so at the end of the night, when I'm like going away, and then that is the time that she asks me about this, and it's completely strange. I don't know, you tell me, do you think it's wrong? No, I mean, I, I mean, I, we haven't even addressed the two week absence yet, right? Yeah. And we're in this like completely different situation. Okay, we're at the party, this, that, and yeah. I understand that you know, as your potential wife, you're trying to fit in with the friends, yeah. you're trying to you know, just have a good time at the party, yeah. But at the end of the day, like me personally, even before the party, I just if I'm in the situation, I'd be like, "Hey, like you've been you've been absent for two yeah. weeks now. Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, right. Forget the party. Forget all this. What about us? Like, what's going on here?" Uh, so in the coming week after the party, I again try to reach out to her. So did you defuse that situation? She's, I did. Okay. I did. So what'd you say? Uh, well, I said, you know what. Uh, I don't think uh, what you're saying is correct. I was not. It was gently. I was gently trying to chat up with your friends, and I think they inquired about me. And you know, everybody wants to know who this guy is, right? Yeah. And and the guy also wants to know. Hey, nice to meet you. General, when you normally meet people at the at a party, you generally introduce introduce yourself and see how you can like develop a rapport with with everyone. You know? Right. And generally, be part of the group, right? Exactly. Uh, so that's exactly what I was doing, and I don't think there was anything. Yeah, that's around. a that's a very simple, straightforward situation, yeah. right? Yeah. So I explained that to her. Hey, I was just talking to your friends. You know, generally trying to understand uh, what, what, how do they know you, and when they met, and things like that. You know, just to right, yeah. unless they told you something that was like I guess personal to her, and then she found out, and she's like, "Oh, does that I make don't sense?" Think so. But they just tell, told you very general information of, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so for example, operate. for example, if you were her friend and I meet you the first time, say, how, how do you, how do you know her? Since when you know her? Uh, and you say, yeah, we, we yeah, like child, exactly child, yeah, child her friend and, yeah, or something like that. Like that. And, okay, yeah, exactly. Great, you know, very awesome. normal, very yeah. conversational, you know. And you, probably you will ask me, so how how did you come? Exactly. Well, you know, uh, I was looking for a potential mate, and yeah, and I well, I opened the newspaper in the morning, and yeah. there she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I, I I did anything wrong, but I just I did explain this to her and say, yeah. you know what? Uh, so how'd she take it? Well, at that time uh, I was just leaving. I I was just leaving the room. And uh, when when this whole conversation happened, I said, you know what, we'll talk about it. Uh, but this is exactly what I was trying to, do, what I was doing. I don't think I did anything wrong. And uh, so she went the other way and I went to my car and went back home. Okay, so night's over. Night's over. So, and um, again... Uh, Situation is still not diffused. No, it's... Well, <laughs> no. So, well, here's two things so far, okay? You haven't addressed why she was disappeared for two weeks. Yeah. Okay, and you haven't truly resolved that night yeah because she, i've her, given her yeah. my explanation yeah which cl- cl- clearly wasn't satisfactory to her 
okay. know what she was thinking, quite frankly. Okay, fair. And now, now, so and what's now, next? What comes next? Next, again, at least a week of lull again. So oh, I, she disappeared yeah. for another week. Okay. So I was like, okay, uh, maybe she's really busy. Uh, maybe I should drop her a message or something like that to see if we can like get together and go out for a cup of coffee and, you know, take take it from there. So I try to reach out to her uh, on the phone, which she picks up. And that is the time that I generally uh, ask her, hey, you know, uh, I'm just I'm just curious. At, uh, for two Why weeks, do you keep disappearing? Yeah. Uh, for two weeks, we did not talk. Then we met at a party. And then again, uh, a week. Uh, if you're having second thoughts, let me know. Uh, because, some, because, you know, th- this, is, this is something that I'm a bit concerned about. Okay. So the thing was, no, uh, I'm, I'm busy, you know, I'm, I'm in media and uh, by media, I mean, you know, the television. Like she works she that was for a company, career. media company. Okay, you know? great. Okay. You know, so my, my, my job is all about, you know, entertainment and um, getting contacts and all that. I was busy and all that. So sure, that's a fair enough explanation. But then, you know, at least let me know about it uh, so that I don't make unnecessary assumptions about uh, things and look what assumptions I have made and I said you know some I, I've started to develop a bit of uh, cold feed that you know maybe something is wrong maybe you know that you're not as invested yeah that she's not as invested in this and I want to be very sure because I it's not only you that who is entering into this it's me as well uh, and this is huge this is marriage yeah right this is lifetime of commitment yeah so um she said no, it's it's my this nature of my job. You know, we do a lot of uh, parting. That's a way of our entertainment, getting getting our business and all. So, okay, fine, uh, understood. Uh, so I said, okay, when can we meet uh, again? You know, and my request is that we meet two of us uh, for a cup of coffee or something like that to talk things over and you know take it from where we Sensible left off. Sensible request, yeah, yeah. And she said, okay, I'll let you know. And from that time. It was always with a group. It was always, always like hardcore drinking. Oh, uh, so never wanted to literally meet up at a coffee shop and just have a one-on-one yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I talk it out with this uh, friend of mine and he said, yeah, I don't think you did anything wrong in this. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, should, you should ask her to meet you much more often. Yeah. I so, said, yeah, that's what I am doing, but, you know... We're not, what I'm, we're what not I'm, setting up interviews with yeah, potential yeah, employers. This, this is my, not, uh, you know, yeah. future wife. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're not talking on the phone. You're not meeting. Uh, we're not even messaging that often, apart from the messages that I send. Hey, can you meet? Right. And if we are meeting, we're meeting in groups of friends. Yeah. You know, always. Alcohol always. is involved. This, that, always. So, always. How, many, how many instances happened after that? After you had that sensible request where, hey, let's just meet at a coffee shop one-on-one. But how many instances did you meet after that where it was just groups of friends and everybody else I would else say involved? all. Oh, every, every, every so, single okay. one. Okay, up until uh, marriage. Okay. Okay, and uh, so what happened was that during this time, so we, after that initial argument time, we met two or more times. Okay. But in a group, in a party, always clubbing, and I'm not the clubbing kind of person. I've never been. Never ever. I'm more on, hey, friends, go to someone's house. Or go to a, a better restaurant where it's not blaring music and just right. chill, you know, just relax. Yeah, have a sense. couple of drinks, you know, discuss something, you know, catch up with friends. Makes sense. I'm, I'm not one of those page three people, you know. I don't know uh, if every, anyone here understands what page three means. I don't. Uh, so page three is all about 
the party life and clubbing and nightclubs and drinking and i i feel but why is it called page 3 well because uh, usually in india these things come on on the page 3 of a of a supplemental of main newspaper and okay. that is that is usually where all the happening crowd is click <laughs> <laughs> okay i see what you mean okay you know okay x and x celebrity went and partied here and the pep- paparazzi oh so click. so page 3 is the gossip news the gossip news there yeah. we go okay okay, okay. that makes sense i mean i'm i'm using general terms which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which don't that lifestyle right where you partying every day and you know boozing around right okay so so far what i've got is she's uh disappearing on you yeah right when you called her out on it yeah she only wants to meet in a group setting yeah right partying all that yeah clearly not to your liking clearly So where are we at now? So I tell my parents about all this. About all this. Okay. Okay, second time around that I'm not very comfortable in this. And the kind of response that I get uh from my parents is you need to like open up and you are genuinely I mean you you by nature a kind of a shy and introverted person. You need to open up and if you open up things will improve. I'm like what? <laughs> they want you to turn into a page three person. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, of course not. Of no, course not. but they said that you know what? Maybe you need to because you we've seen you and uh, we've we know you and you're genuinely a you like to keep to yourself. Yeah, well, you're shy to you you you're shy and then you take time to open up and then you know make friends. And right. You need to be a bit more outgoing on the social front. Okay. I said, oh, oh boy. So from there and they probably meant well. Of course they did. Yeah. Of course they did. Yeah. Because you know, you have to understand the parents are seeing you day in and day out for over uh at that time I was 28, okay. 29. Okay. Yeah, well, young guy. <laughs> you know. So they they've seen you that's their level of conditioning. That is their conditioning of you. Uh because they see you every day, right? So they know and they say well you know what uh, he, he's he's he should be a bit more outgoing as far as the social front is concerned and that's okay. their conditioning and they meant well and that's how what they tell you yeah hey you don't make too big deal big of a deal of the situation maybe try something that's that's their parental advice you know okay okay not they, not but, intervening but, they, but just telling right. you hey I didn't put in a bit but more did you, effort. Did you make it clear to them that I told them everything? Oh, everything, everything. Is, okay, hey, we are fighting. Okay. We 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 are arguing about things. Right. Uh, we are not on the same page. We are not meeting independently, individually. They just want some grandchildren, man. Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I I tell them, and that's the response I get. And you know, when you when you get a response like that, you say maybe. So yeah, you're that, trying to you're trying to justify yeah, it for you're yourself. Yeah, you're trying to justify it to yourself. Yeah. Hey, maybe I am that kind. Okay? Maybe right. I need to put in a bit more effort on it. Because you want this to work, your intentions are good. You you feel that, you know, uh what you established in the first four meetings, <laughs> you want to build on top of that. You know, you 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 bring your A game, not A game, and you you bring your face value yeah. uh with good intentions right yeah. because you want to you know work this you you waited for so long and then you feel like you know you got to you know you got to work on your marriage because if you don't work on it right now what about after marriage when you have right. like really have to work on it right exactly okay so with that you you start making efforts you try to reach out 
But what happened during that time was, this is like at least two months in, then you have the roka done. So roka is like an official uh, ceremony where you say... Where both parents are proving. Proving that, yeah, now officially you are going to get. But it doesn't mean that roka cannot be broken. Yeah, okay. makes sense. Yeah, Roka in Hindi means you're stopping someone from seeing other potentials. Okay, so okay. making it officially, officially yes, exclusive. Exclusive, yeah. Okay. <laughs> officially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and uh, that decision, and that decision, uh, I would say, now in hindsight, I was not quite happy about it. Okay. But because of the whole advice given by my parents and the situation and my doubting myself. Right. Which now I should never Hindsight's 2020, right? So uh, you say, okay, fine. You know, maybe things will improve after. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't improve. Okay. Okay, so after Roka, again, that whole lull thing happened. Oh, disappeared Uh, again? Yeah. How long this time? Uh, Same period. Oh, man. Okay. So we are two months in. Roka's happened. Families have met. We've gone to their place. You're full of doubts. You're full of uh, uncomfortable feelings. You don't like where this is going. The whole family is now freaking emotionally invested in it. Right. Cards are getting them, you know, venues yeah. are being shortlisted like from that side yeah. also. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What the F is happening out yeah, here? Things are, things are moving way too fast yeah. and nobody's like seeing the glaring yeah. black so flags. So I, I uh, this was a time in my family that I was trying to resist this. I was trying to explain to my parents, hey, something is wrong. And... It created a bit of tension between uh, my parents and myself. Okay. Uh, because, you know, the whole family also, that's the, that's the way Indian families work, right? When you, when they get invested in the whole family, the Masis and sisters. And the all, aunts, and uncles, uncles, everybody around you. Everybody's invested, yeah. you know. Hey, you know, things okay. are happening. So now you're trying to push back, right? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like tell them that, you know what, just hold it. Yeah, so and tell me about this tension that... So you get into arguments with uh, with the parents, and the parents are still of that conditioning. Hey, you know, everything maybe, will maybe everything will improve. You. Maybe you should. And this is the answer I got. Everything will improve. Maybe maybe you're facing some issues right now, but everything will improve after marriage because right now, now that the roka has been officialized, families and everybody are are engaged in you know prepare preparations, venues and. Clothes and, and girl sides are generally more into, right? you know, getting all the shopping done. and Maybe that's, <laughs> you know what, I'm just trying no, to no, justify yeah. even, no, I mean, even, yeah. even till this day, out of so many years, uh, probably like nine, nine years. Okay. Yeah. So nine, nine years, I'm still, see, I'm still justifying because that, that two period from 2010 to 2012, it's kind of, it's there, but I, it's kind of a, a bad sector in the memory hard drive yeah it's like a black <laughs> okay. mark in your memory right and yeah. you've and you've tried to kind of delete it and kind of just skip over it. yeah yeah so you you have you employ other mechanism whereby that sector yeah, of the memory mechanism yeah. acts up yeah okay so at that time i am uh, i'm trying to tell them in my own way that hey things are not working everybody's invested cards are gone out you know yeah. can we and, just look uh, at what's going on here, here like forget yeah. everything else yeah and uh uh, you know, you get into some heated arguments with 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 the father and with the with the mom. You know, uh, and and they're of their own opinions. Hey, things will improve after marriage because see, you have to understand where they are coming from. They are coming from their experience, which was back in the day where things were, I would say, straightforward. I would say, okay, you know, so they have wasn't their, as complex, I guess. 
much less complex you know yeah. parents meet the potentials meet and say okay sure sometimes my mom jokingly tells me you know what uh, in during my time i was just told yeah, then, that's, uh, wow, this is the guy that's, that's intense man <laughs> that's so intense just so, me thinking about that is so yeah. intense yeah but yeah. the thing is that at, i i feel at that time you know the the situations and the social structures were such that i would say people genuinely had an acceptance about this and they actually worked on it they had intentions to make it work and hence the marriages which were established at that time they still last for for n number of fights between the couples they still last because at the base of it is the intention of both the couples that yeah we have to be together with one another yeah and we just have to work it out no matter but what but now things have changed right uh, we'll come to the law part of it later oh yeah, yeah. No, of course yeah because uh, there's a lot of choices now a lot yeah. of a lot lot more understanding of again like we're more selfish now right yeah. we know what we want yeah. and uh we're not willing to compromise yeah as our previous generation yeah but i would say that um even even today i i wouldn't want to generalize my case but even today with all those choices and with the law and everything there are people who actually generally work towards it you know of course and that is why uh, it takes two to tango yeah. irrespective that- of whether it's a love marriage or arranged marriage other i would say people uh, who were in love marriage i've had a few friends love marriages from 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 high school it crashed after marriage Oh, like wow. for like 10 years known each other crash after marriage and those who are arranged uh, golden right so you can't generalize but then of course of course not there's exceptions right yeah so back to the story right so this is this is like 2 months in roka has been done but she's not going down you know so you you have arguments with the parents and you know they say okay maybe you need to put in effort and things will improve after marriage because a lot of everybody in the family is busy and you start doubting yourself again you know maybe i'm doing something wrong again you know which now in hindsight you say you should never do never ever especially for indian guys never never doubt yourself ever <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the theme here yeah so um marriage comes more pushback from you more more yeah. uh more justifications from them yes but at the end of the day the train is still keeping uh yes it's moving forward. ahead still it's, moving ahead yeah. Uh, so now we're inching towards marriage. Yeah, and right? at the Roka, they decide the marriage date as well. So okay. I was only given uh, around three, three, three months more. Since okay, so that's total of five okay. months. Okay. okay, from the time I came to know her. Yeah, till the time I got married. Okay, and I would say that it was not ideal, but if the time is not on your side, <laughs> <laughs> things happen. But I've but I've uh, I've heard a lot of. Uh, of my friends who spent like at least at least a year year and a half getting to know each other right. so uh, i would not like want to generalize on that one oh of course yeah. of course but for my case like 5 months and december 1st bang 2010 yeah, you you're getting too married. short yeah you you're getting married okay so i'm i'm also thinking okay maybe things yeah. will any improve. other conflicts happen between that engagement and outside of the outside of the uh, heated tension between you and your parents of the fact that you know uncomfortable feeling you guys are not yeah the uncomfortable feeling was yeah. with me Uh, yeah, but but I mean, you just said before that you explained and put all your cards on the table to your parents yeah. and said that, hey, these are all the things that are happening. Yeah. These are black flags. Why aren't you understanding? So what they did was that after giving Or red the, flags, sorry, that's okay. yeah, it's fine. Uh, so after giving the explanation to me that hey, everything is going to be okay after marriage, you know, uh, things are very hectic for both families. We only have like three months, so that justification. 
after that justification they reached out to the other side my parents you know the all hats off to them you know they've always been supported supported of, uh, of me yep uh, in every situation and i'm really grateful to them and no we are not an orthodox family we are a very modern professional working class family okay <laughs> with more with modern values but we also respect tradition okay so this is nothing to do with my my, my parents my parents have been um uh, they have been my support for a very long That's time awesome. yeah? yeah and even till date you know i've moved countries i've uh, gone through ups and downs even depression but you know they've really stuck by me my that's family tough. okay it's yeah, awesome uh, and hats off to them and i'm quite lucky so they reach out to the other other side and uh, they explain that you know they're not meeting up and you know so, so when they tell this to the other side mind you if i'm telling if i'm telling my side of the story to my parents i expect something must have happened on the other side as well right For it's sure. genuine right uh, if if a girl is not meeting the guy shouldn't that be a flag for her <laughs> okay but they did, they had no uh, information about this oh wow okay okay so i don't know uh, i'm i'm just telling you the facts that i heard from my parents so my parents reached out to their parents and say you know they have not been meeting and there have been a, i think there have been a misunderstanding between the two and probably we need to like step in you know as, as genuine concerned parents they want to see and uh, state how we can resolve the situation so they reached out and um, after that we met okay but but the acquisition was still that you know why did you reach out to my parents you know if you had a problem why didn't ah, i've been trying to reach you yeah for so long for so long what the try hell try to have one on one conversations yeah. to try to explain yeah, my I'm, side and of the I, story i told her that i'm really getting cold feet out here and i don't think it's it's going to work out and uh, that 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 information that i gave her knock something into her brain okay and then uh, she said okay uh, fine we'll meet but that never happened oh wow okay okay so, so no. even after you finally putting your foot down and finally communicating the whole message to her yeah. no uh, because you have to understand from that point it's only 3 months to 1st december yeah okay? but see everybody has this just because a train is moving pretty fast towards a certain direction doesn't mean that it's on fire <laughs> you well, know, this train is on fire. We got to put it there's out. There's one guy. Uh, there's one guy in that train uh, uh, among hundreds and hundreds who's saying, "Hey, there's a fire in compartment three. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> you know. And the other guy says, "No, no, we are in. We are in. We're just going to reach the destination and two eleven. Yeah. We don't care about three. Exactly. Yeah. And we're just going to reach the destination, yeah. and that's there's, all we care. There's about. no fire in the engine. We're just pulling the train. It's moving ahead. Yeah. Yeah. One <laughs> one box can. freaking burn doesn't no, matter but that box <laughs> is the important part because that's one half of the union yeah because one guy is saying there's a fire and 100 <laughs> others believe there's isn't one so you know that's a lot i tell of, you like that's a lot of chaos man it's 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 a pure timing destiny you know that's my def- that's one of my defense mechanisms maybe the time was not right oh okay wow. okay okay <laughs> uh so yeah uh, nothing happens after that and between between in that 3 month period till the time of marriage you meet but then you meet on like semi formal occasions between the families right when families meet for like different pujas and things like that you uh, know pujas different and traditions yep. and all those things you know whether the nanis meet and the grandmothers meet and you know grandparents meet yeah those formal, those occasions, formal occasions that bring right? the families together both sides yeah. yeah and and the families are very happy because you know families are okay with it but what the hell is happening between the two no one fucking cares about it you know <laughs> anyways 
those three months were uh, pretty hard. And I discussed this with my uh, friends, uh, the best friend that I talked talk to you about. He, so he, what do you say in the midst of all this? So he said, you know, you should talk to your parents. And I talked to my parents. Which you already have. Yeah, which I already had twice, actually. I've told them, hey, things are not working out. And twice they've told me that, you know, one uh, one time they told me that maybe you need to be a bit more uh, socially outgoing. Okay. And the other other time uh, they told me that, hey, you know, uh, you need, maybe everything will improve after after marriage when things taper down. Right. Right? Because, yeah, that's... Past conditioning. <laughs> so, yeah, I said, okay, fine, maybe things will taper down. And now, you know, families are so invested and maybe something is, something that you are not doing right. So you land up on the day of marriage, everything uh, sorts out and uh, you, you get married, right? And that is when the trouble starts. Oh, so now we're at marriage now. It's done. It's done. Okay. So yeah. all these red flags completely, nobody listens to it. Nothing. The no. burning train yeah. is still moving. Well, the parents listened twice and they gave me two advices and once and they went... They and they out. reached out to their parents, yeah. but all that resulted in was your potential... not Now your wife at this point yeah. accusing you that, oh, if you had something to say to me, why don't you just tell me? Yeah. And you already said that, yeah, yeah we... I've been trying all yeah. for the past three or so months yeah. to tell you. And then she did say that, oh, yeah, we'll meet. We'll meet. Let's just meet. Yeah. we. And then that never happened. And whatever... Whenever so you never we are meeting, up on that? Whenever we are meeting, either on semi-formal occasions or... After those occasions, we are we hanging out with friends. It's always like a again the same the same scene. Uh, yeah, of groups and partying and freaking booze. You never want to put you never wanted to put your foot down. Eventually, inside, look, everybody. Well, I did, right? No, 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 no. In terms of putting your foot down, like I'm not moving forward unless we have this conversation and we figure out what's going on. Well, I told her when I when I when I when the parents asked her to give me a call. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. get that. I yeah. get all that. You see what I'm saying? I'm I'm asking you in a very simplistic manner that we're not even going to have these semi-formal occasions. We're not going to even like nothing is going forward yeah. unless you and I as a yeah. groom and bride sit down, have a chat over coffee or whatever yeah. and hash these things out. Because that is what I told her. marriage That is what I told her when, she, yeah. when we finally talked to each other after her parents reached out to her and then asked me to. Yeah, and you said all of this yeah. and she still said, yeah, we'll meet. Yeah, we'll meet. Yeah. Yeah, but that never happened. Okay, so then... It always happened in these occasions and yeah. after that, partying. So you just, I guess, what it's I'm saying always is groups. you became, it's, you just uh, succumbed to being a victim yeah, because of by your that surroundings. Time, by that time, you've heard so much. Yeah. And you, you, so much of doubt has been yeah. created. You just let somebody like, else take the wheel, and just we're just gonna, it. yeah, figure it out. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. So yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm sure yeah, that's yeah. not the best way yeah. of moving forward. But anyways, yeah. we'll get to that. Okay. So hey, kids, when there is red flags uh, raised within your mind, those are real. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with them up front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now, now you're married. Yeah. So now I'm married, and reluctantly so. Yeah, but with good intentions. Okay. Uh, and and a lot of hope that things will improve. Okay. And, uh, you know, I plan the whole honeymoon part and everything I do, it, you know, get the visas done, pay for the hotels, like burn out my savings. And now I'm, why I'm saying this is because I feel bad that, you know, I should have been more stern and not land in the situation first. <laughs> Uh, again, height yeah. size twenty twenty, yeah. well, right? Okay. So yeah, I, 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 and we are kind of we are the fam we kind of family or we kind of uh, people that will never ask. You know, those those traditions of asking for a dowry and all that bullshit. You know, 
my parents don't believe it they never my parents got court married oh wow okay yeah yeah my parents didn't have like a shaadi jo like punjabi families have right they went to the court like a grand wedding like they have a registered court lots marriage. of reception lots of events yeah that. nothing okay. like that because my parents were sensible hey you know what uh, let's go get married in court they literally have one photograph where the entire family is there no outside way. the court really yeah wow <laughs> and they show this is the way yeah, that's not but the they norm. were they were ahead in their time you know at that time whenever they got married no one goes to like court marriage <laughs> come on okay so so okay wow so now we're past the honeymoon yeah right? we're not past because oh, the not honeymoon yet. is the period where this is where things started down. like yeah. really blew up yeah. okay let's go so on on the first day of the honeymoon which is in mauritius obviously beautiful uh, place yeah, because all the indians go there <laughs> all at the same time so they know that indians are getting married they have few options dubai mauritius <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, we went to mauritius and uh, on the first day itself she blew a fuse i don't know from where that was coming from. over uh, what uh, because i think i said uh, i've booked a you know a, a tour bus because they they generally go on this is the first day you know it's part of the package right when you book a hotel is a fancy hotel right but then they have, there's a, they have a tour bus where they know that all indian couples are going to be there and you know they that's the first day you go around the island and see you know okay. it's a touristy stuff that they do you know just to get to know the island no i will not go because i want a private car oh wow yeah, okay yeah the whole that that whole entitled angle starts coming in you know and i hate entitled people quite frankly of course entitled people we all have a problem with so like Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, a few tantrums are not an issue, but then when you become, uh, when you start exhibiting such level of that you're you're some some sort of higher queen being, or princess, princess of, yeah. you know, and that that's where where there where the entitlement starts to like flow out of your expectations, and I don't know where what's the base of that. Uh, really, uh, did you grow up in? as a princess where you where you say something and a, and a mayback rolls in really <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's what it happened at at the honeymoon right, so the first time on honeymoon uh berating you in fr- yeah. berating you in front of everyone yeah. Yeah. right yeah. uh and just causing a grand scene absolutely and you know your yeah. marital problems shouldn't be out to display for everybody yeah you're on a honeymoon everybody knows that Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows that because everybody is on their honeymoon respectively. Wow, so what was the rest of the honeymoon like? It was crazy. So one one issue It was great. The, it was crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because one issue after the other, uh you know, I tried to do everything like bring her flowers and you know, try to have inroads and uh, you know, reach out to her and right. You know, try to calm the situation down, but Okay. Hell no. uh that didn't happen just But one after the other one after the other some some random issue after another things like uh, what did you ask him about how much money am i carrying and I, uh, because i want i don't want you to spend your money because i got mine right yeah fair and, and trying to be a good I, husband I, yeah, yeah of yeah, course you don't need yeah. to if if we need then i'll ask you you know okay but that was like hey you 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 eyeing my money and all what Really? Okay, so things are just blown out of proportion, yeah. or maybe they're just being misunderstood at yeah. every angle. Yeah, maybe they, maybe that's the intention. I don't know. Okay, uh, but I'm just telling you my side of the story no, and no, I totally uh, get how it. I experience things, and right. and that's what I'm trying to like put in here. Okay, so uh, the honeymoon goes absolute crap, 
uh, every day some issues and when so there are so such issues every day i don't need to tell you how the honeymoon is right oh wow okay anyway so the honeymoon over we come back um and that's when the real family uh, issues start to prop up okay uh, because probably in the honeymoon it's only the two of you so the issues are going to be limited to two of you right but now you have a whole gamut of other people to point fingers at right uh so so what were those issues so things like you know your parents are treating me uh this way and that way and i'm an independent modern woman but your parents are very controlling are they really wow some other issue uh, some concocted issue is being brought up every day uh, and during that time you know i used to my work used to take me to a lot of places you know you were traveling for work yeah i was okay. traveling for work so i was traveling quite a, quite a bit at that time because i re- i had recently joined this company and that that my work took me to different different states within uh, india you know for business deals and all those things awesome but then uh, i used to get complaints from even my parents that you know what dad is not well and he has to wait almost like 3 to 4 times a week for her to come back from her parties while you're not there and you know it's taking a toll on him as well oh she's partying yeah so her, her partying scene was like every, uh, every in a week at least 3 to 4 4 times no way uh, yeah so pa- partying with friends clubbing and then uh, if the weekends she was here in with me uh, then it has to be with her friends doing the same thing if not then she would run out to her home home uh, like home her parents city. home yeah, okay ho- home city yeah and i don't know what happens there okay, okay? uh but that was that was precisely what was happening day in day out and uh, you know i was kind of caught between what she was saying that the pa- my parents are treating her this way and you know they say things to her and um I, so I, did you call your parents out on it? Yeah, did I did. Yeah. I did. And I because I'm trying to like control the situation, right? I'm caught between two worlds, between my parents who've looked after me, who've nurtured me, who've who've seen me through everything. Yeah. And you don't and know who my to believe wife, at this right? point. Yeah. Uh who I'm trying to build my future with. So I'm caught between the two worlds. So I do the the best that I can do and I I I approach the people who I can approach the best, which is my parents and say, "You know what? Whatever you're doing, I don't know what you're doing. Really, I don't think what I don't think you're doing anything, but whatever you're doing, just stop doing it, you know?" Oh wow. And then, you know, that creates a uh, that creates a, a bit of tension between myself and my parents, you know, because they're not they're not they're not doing anything they have not controlled her they have not they've given her full freedom you know because their intention is to finally hand over the reins of the family to uh, the daughter the daughter law yeah. right because you know that is that is what our upbringing is because my parents they all been professional people and my grandmom actually handed over the, the reins to my mother to your know? mother yeah. and so on and so, so, on so forth, forth right, right? Yeah. so their intention is hey you know what welcome to the family and this is now your life we are in retirement so and we won't be in your way and you you know okay. you run this place right sure. isn't that what is expected you know you give that level of freedom you give that level of control to the person with good intentions that you know um, that she'll fill those yeah, shoes yeah you you be you are the part of family rather you're the lead in the family now you know you're welcoming someone uh, into the family officially and right. you know by intention and by uh, the whole but she's still playing it off as like oh you know your parents are treating me like horribly yeah 
and this and whatever whatever i do you know i have my work and my work takes me to uh, these parties i have to entertain people and so i said yeah but my parents haven't stopped you from doing that i'm just saying that if you can consider the fact that my father who is ill now is is waiting for up to 3 o'clock at night for you to like tiptoe in oh wow and then he needs to close the gates and all you know and he's doing it and he's he's old now right yeah yeah and it's taking a toll on him you know and then you have finally because of this he because of this the son is trying to control the situation and he he approaches the parents saying whatever you're doing stop doing just imagine what the parents would feel like yeah and they're like we're right. not even doing anything we're not doing anything but that's what i said you know uh, sometimes then uh, i think the the key to every marriage is that at the end of the day the two people who are married have the intention or at least have the platform of willingness to love each other and be with one another if that is not there then no matter what you do yeah that mutual understanding is it, key is yeah. the backbone of the yeah. relationship that that it keeps the relationship together so if that is not there the even, whole, even god can't save everything you. will yeah, yeah crumble apart yeah so anyways um this continued and uh, every day there was some issue in the so family so then you just kind of stayed at work like how do you deal yeah, with the so, whole thing yeah so well a defense mechanism you, yeah, for how'd me yeah how do you deal with the stress man that's yeah, a so lot the defense mechanism on. for me was that i was kind of thankful that at least i travel for work <laughs> <laughs> so you could get away yeah and uh, you know coming back home from work a bit later uh, than usual that was kind of my 2 hours additional of peace you know self imposed uh, uh, peace on myself you're human at the end of the day yeah. but then yeah it started taking a toll on me uh, as well because uh, i felt sick i contracted uh, uh, chicken pox wow in your in your adulthood yeah, in my adulthood oh man and uh, you know i had to like quarantine myself in a room okay in um, your house yeah yeah because uh, uh, you can't have that spread across you know all right. the all the all, all in my family like my mom dad my brother they are already gone through so i'm not okay. that worried but she had not gone through this right so uh, you quarantine yourself in a separate room and during that one one and a half months uh, time it was only merely once or twice and she opened the door and say hello uh, everything okay all good and that's it that's it uh there was everybody was surprised because um my brother saw this and my mother saw this and they they don't need to tell me because they're observing this stuff right that she doesn't eh, hardly cares right anyway so once you once you're off the uh, i mean that is that is the point i started to realize um that you know this is not going to this is not going the right way it's not going to work you know a person has to can only take so much you know my maybe my threshold is way lower than others uh, but that was a point i said and that is the point i actually confessed to my uh, mother that you know what uh, i don't know about you guys uh, but this is not working so from the honeymoon to the conflict with your parents yeah. to now the conflict with yourself yeah. uh and not just being a, yeah, you're trying a to, wife where you know yeah. you're trying to like you're trying to like partying balance. all types of stuff yeah i mean you're just trying to balance and make uh, trying everything that's possible to make sure that things work out you know things calm down but to no avail you know right and now that you sense and feel that you know there's no way out of the situation yeah what's next so first of all this this thing happened to me while i was in that illness state so it gave me a lot of time while i was 
uh, bed rest to reflect to reflect on what has happened you know uh, like you said hindsight 2020 you start to realize this and and you know you can see it on you can also see it on my brother's face that he's he's not happy but obviously when things like this happen the family is not happy happy right and you can see the level of stress and um, you can call it to the level of depression which is there on my face my brothers also like you know and my parents obviously because they are the focal point nowadays you know right so i could see it and i that is the time i thought about it and i uh, convinced to my uh, mother that you know uh, i don't think this is working and i'm sick right now i i, I really can't do anything at this moment but i thought i'll let you know you know that i let you know that i had already told you multiple times before and at that time no one listened to me maybe the time was not correct you know but one can always look at look at the past and start pointing fingers but i don't want to do that but i just want to let you know that things are not good between us okay and this will not work and she kind of knew it parents also knew it okay so that was the time i actually decided that i'm going to do something about it you know because otherwise it's going to be bad for both sides and what was that something and that was initially to at least talk to my lawyer friends oh wow okay so the law is finally being involved uh no not at this moment I, but it was generally at a, at a you're thinking an, along those lines right yeah, yeah i'm yeah. thinking because i i see the eventuality and i want to make sure that I prepare myself being the guy's family in in this situation the law right. is biased. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Especially in India. It's unfreaking believable. You say western civilization divorces are bad. They're not. Wait uh, till cake wait walk. till you see the Indian cake ones. Cakewalk. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Where were your friends and all this? Did you did you so, did that relationship falter as well? Yeah. So when I uh, when I got married because I was going through all this uh and mind you this is just my side of experiences when i was going through all this i i had stopped meeting my friends you know because i knew that they would see me but i lost like serious weight <laughs> even before the illness happened i lost like serious weight obviously you yeah, constantly under stress, stress right not eating the way you should yeah. be yeah yeah and not not gymming not not doing anything because you yeah. don't feel like doing anything you you're in that state of depression right um uh, so yeah i i did not reach out to my friends before that um i hardly saw them uh, they used to keep on calling me hey why don't you come over uh you know for dinner or something like that nope i am i'm busy i'm traveling because i don't want to go there and you know repeat the same story again and again and again yeah, i know i know right, they're yeah. dying to ask because they've seen a change in the guy that they know for like over 20 years 25 years right, right? so yeah that is the that is a point in my when i decided that you know i need to like talk to people so i talked to my best friend uh, is my school friend who's not a lawyer and then i have another one classmates we are all classmates who's who's a lawyer and i talked to him and uh, he said you know uh, this situation is uh, tough sorry to hear that but whatever you think of taking the next step be well prepared because you are a guy in this uh you're you're the male side in this fam in this and the law is biased towards yeah. the woman in yeah. the relationship yeah yeah, yeah. in in the marriage in the marriage yeah in india uh so he gave me a few uh, situations 
hey, this can happen and that can happen, which I can, I will dwell upon later. Okay. Uh, but it kind of got me thinking that oh, this needs a whole level of management. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but at least you get a flavor of it, right? If you're thinking in a particular line uh, of of what you need to do, right? And you talk to or uh, take a professional advice, who's also your friend. Yeah, you have to prepare for this. This yeah. is a tough chapter to go yeah. through. So you you need to understand what what is coming your way, and it's not pretty. Okay. So yeah, that happened. So we are in we are in. Uh, so December first is when I got married. So okay. we are in March end. Okay. This is yeah March. This is that just three months, four months into the marriage. Marriage. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a tough time now that I think of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I got out of it, but I guess some someone was like looking after me, you know, on top. <laughs> <laughs> someone in heavens. You know, um, yeah. So in in April, we try to like resolve the situations again. Try so to, have uh, you approached her or uh, yet yeah about the uh, whole thing? Yeah, or, I approached. So how her. are you resolving it? So I talked to her. You know, uh, this is what is happening, and I don't, I don't. I have to I take my parents' side also, right? I have to like put their points across, and I give them, I give her a justification. Let's see, you know, uh, what I talked about my pa- my father staying up late at night just for waiting for her to come back and. You know, lock the house and all. I told her, you know, where is the restriction? You come in, you go out. Who has asked you? No one has asked you to do anything, you know. And we are not that kind of family that, that the woman's role in the kitchen. Those are old. Yeah, you're a modern family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My mother didn't do it, you know. But my but my mother had the intention of that, you know, this is a family. And she had her family, like us as kids. Right. You're just honestly trying to communicate Communicate. that, hey, this is their side of the story. Yeah. And, you know, like, where can we take this marriage? How can we fix this? How can we just move yeah. forward amicably? Yeah. And uh, the response was the same. Uh, it was another argument. And I so don't think... How did she spend that? Well, she said that um, the same arguments in terms of, you know, I have my life uh, and my my job requires entertainment and I have to, you know, entertain people for business deals. And, and I knew that it was not all entertainment. It was all with friends. You don't... Your entertainment stops at 9 o'clock. Okay. okay? <laughs> Professionally. <laughs> right. Okay. If you're doing something else, I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I knew that she was with always her friends and there was no as such entertainment, uh, professional entertainment, you know, of for business deals or anything like that. Because it's evident, right? Where are you... You're with your ex friends and group group of friends, the same group of friends that you usually yeah, like. Part why are you of spending about. your time yeah. after work? So, yeah. yeah, some club, right? Clearly not. It's not at home. Yeah, clearly not. It's not not, not at home. When I'm when I'm and this is the time when I'm out, right? When I'm traveling for on work. your business trips. Yeah, on my on my on my business trips. So I explain all these things, and obviously they did not strike the right chord, and we had another argument on the same thing that you know. Uh, I can go and come. So if you if you put in restrictions, that is that is that is restrictions on me, right? And so she's just not having it. Yeah, there's there's it's like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. It's just not getting through. Right. Right. Okay. Because I don't think there was any intention of getting through. Right? Yeah. So what now? So um, a month passes. Uh, we are in May. May end. Yeah, but what was happening in that month? So after you are. Finally trying to put your final foot down yeah. and communicating everything and putting all your cards on the table. Yeah. 
it's still being not taken and not, yeah, so you, you know, can't do things much. Are still not being resolved. So you what happened in that month? You just so kind you of can't going do the motions. No, you can't. You can't do much now that I have talked to my lawyer friend. So now I know the consequences of certain actions that she can take. Okay. Okay. Um, like logic police case or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have to be like very cautious because I've decided and I've talked to my parents about it. By the way, during one time uh, in the middle of it, someone suggested me to me that you know if you have a kid in the marriage then somehow things get resolved I I was gonna, no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 i oh don't worry i was gonna bring that up and that's what i wanted to address right i wanted to address that you know like i don't know who in your parents your parents told you this one thing at one time and that was have a kid and all your marital problems will be solved and that right there is a very common line of thinking in the older generation and it's aggravating because people we think that are like these people are educated or should be educated and should how should know so much more about life than us and they're missing the bigger picture and just like the obvious point like when there's a glaring issue in the union how the hell is a kid supposed to solve that well uh, it was not only my uh, parents but yeah uh, generally with that generation you know they they generally <laughs> Because you have to understand that they come from their experience. That's fair. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I understand that. But, but, it's but just, you also you know, have to understand that by that time, the situation has become so bleak uh, that everybody's trying to pitch in. Something should work. And just holding on to dear life yeah. and trying to hey, fix some, whatever's left. Maybe this, maybe that option. So maybe this was also like a suggestion of that option. Okay, so now your parents have come to you and said, oh, maybe you should have a kid and it'll get solved. What's yeah. your initial reaction? I'm like, What? Are you kidding me? I had an argument argument with my parents on this. Like, how can you are more educated than probably I am? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to understand. You know, they're also trying their level best to suggest something that would work. You know, so like like a bag of arrows, right? You you start. Uh, throwing all the arrows of options. Yeah, and you're running out of options. You're running no, out of I options. I totally understand. And let's and say, say, hey, one last option. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. You know? And I'm empty. I'm done. <laughs> I have no more suggestions. <laughs> That's exactly what they said, you know. Sometimes things work. Sometimes things don't. Maybe they saw something like that work. You know, when a kid comes in. Haven't you heard? You know, uh, when a kid comes in, the whole mentality of uh, the father or the mother change, right? Before that, they were, hey, you know. Yeah, because it was just them. Now they have, now someone have to something live else. For right? The whole purpose. approach changed, right? Yeah, everything changes. Yeah, so maybe they thought that that would help. Yeah. Hey, once, once again, hey, it's logical, well. right? It's like logical. Well. A plus yeah. B is equal to whatever A yeah. plus B, right? I mean, they just meant well, right? Yeah, yeah. they meant well. You know, yeah. There's no harm. But obviously, at that time, you know, uh, emotions were already like spiked up, and uh, it already hit the fan. The ceiling was like. Freaking it brown, whatever. Splattered. It splattered everywhere. <laughs> Depending I on totally... the kind of meal that you eat. <laughs> uh, jokes apart. Uh, so yeah, that is that is the uh, time I had another argument uh, with my parents, and I think they saw the point because you know, hey, they were trying their little best, and they and they saw exactly what I was trying to say, and said, okay, you know what, I understand your point, you know, and I cannot blame them really. Rather, I can't blame anyone in that situation, you know. So that happened, uh, just to just to like fill the gap of a month, you know. Things started progressing normally in the sense that, you know, I was working late and all that. But nothing changed. Whatever was happening, the partying, all that stuff was anyways happening. And oh, and yeah, not, no, no, no change. No. Okay. I just wanted to, like, bring in that 
sometimes you know situations on the family is uh, are so hard that they want to throw everything at it you know trying to make sure that things work but you know sometimes uh, these are not taken in the correct manner you know okay uh, anyway so, so now that month has passed yeah where so we're things in, still haven't changed no still haven't changed and the only thing that has changed is i know and even the parents know and that this is not going down you know we are we are heading in that direction of a separation and all were her parents ever involved in any of this over all this time yes they were and and uh, maybe maybe they try to talk to her just like my parents try today uh, oh you just don't have any idea i don't have like any how idea how their household was operating no i don't time. have okay, any okay. idea because i used to i i reached a point where i would just avoid meeting them Frequently. Yeah, and you can only speak on like what was happening to in me. your household, yeah, right? Like, to yeah, me yeah. and my experience, what I can see. 100%. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then what happened was as the situation became a bit more aggressive, I would say. In, the, in, in the, what way? In the, in the way that, you know, your patience runs out. Nothing has changed. The same pattern. You have arguments. You know, you try to balance the two sides. No one's willing to budge. And now enough's enough. Yeah. So what happened was that you kind of reach a stage where you say, you know what, I'm just giving up on this and bracing for impact. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I think the the nail in the coffin for this or the point of initiation of the separation was that one day uh, she was going to her uh, home city, you know, which she usually used to do uh, at the weekends. And she asked me to uh, open the locker where we have all the jewelry and all those things. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, I remember I had already talked to my lawyer friends. Yeah. So I knew this was coming. But as a, as a guy, as a, as a male uh, in India, you can't do anything because if you do anything and she goes to the nearest police station, you, you're done for. Complaint. You're done for. You and your family or whosoever she names, even God, you're done for. You know, oh, wow. they'll, they'll bring down God from heaven. <laughs> because, because what was the, uh, why were you so fearful of that? Isn't there some Indian law that uh, yeah, that's is the, on the side that's of the... Yeah, that's the anti-dowry law. Okay. Uh, and, and it states? And it states that whatever the girl says is truth. And you... <laughs> <laughs> Section 498A. <laughs> okay. Uh, it only... It doesn't, no, she, but in, le- <laughs> in legal terms, if she lodges a complaint... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, she can name who, whosoever. Yeah, yeah, whosoever. Uh, the groom, the parents, whoever, yeah. Yeah. and they'll be brought into the case and they'll be tried. Yeah, there's a non-bailable warrant to shoot against them. And they have to be arrested. Yeah. That's insane. Okay. Okay. Talk about... Absolutely it. insane. Yeah. <laughs> and you're living that at yeah, that time. You, you, no, no. It's not me. Yeah. I mean, Every yeah. guy who goes through yeah. a divorce lives through that. Yeah. It's an official pattern so i knew that i cannot refuse so i went there and you know i took the keys from my parents and i opened the uh, you know locker safe where somewhat of jewelry was kept in and she asked me to leave the room after i opened the locker oh just like that yeah and then she just took all away all that stuff which was there in like five minutes and uh, went off that's insane. Went so off. she just, what, in a way, robbed her own house? I I don't know. I don't want to say it. <laughs> you rob something which is not yours. Yeah. But I believe 
this was hers, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Through, I don't know. I don't, no, I don't know. What I to get say. it. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, anyways, so she just requests you to step out of the room where the safe is mm. and requests you to open the locker. And this has your valuables in it yeah. jewelry, money, whatever, whatever was yeah. in there. Yeah. She's going to her parents' house and she just takes all the stuff with her. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Because, okay. anyways, that weekend she was going to her parents' place. Okay. So she put she literally. Did like, you ask her like, "What do you need? No, you, need? No. you can't. Nothing. No, but that was that was uh, the opportunity that I knew would would be would be part of the whole scheme of things. If uh, you take the marriage out of this, that's a robbery. <laughs> you no, know, no, not as per Unless, not as per law. Of course, I, mean, I, don't know. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Okay, so yeah, she likes swept through the whole thing as if after something as someone has just um, no reasoning no, no nothing, nothing just taken yeah. everything just taken and okay. gone to work and from there she'll go okay and that was the point we knew that this was happened my parents were right there outside she went off and we went we went in and we knew exactly what was happened and then we my my parents called up the other side and said this has happened okay not that we are stopping it Okay, but this has happened, but this is not done. I don't think she's welcome back. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You can't do shit like that, you know. Uh, which legally they can. <laughs> but that's another story. But yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. But we informed them and the parents were like, they knew exactly what, what she had done wrong. This is something that she had done wrong. And, uh, they, and also, they were just shocked on the phone no, or whatever? The, well, I don't know. Uh, but I think they knew that Whatever she has done, she has, um, she will not be welcome back. Okay. Okay. And they, so that is the time when the actual reconciliation started to happen before we actually get the lawyer emails. Okay. So we told her that she's not welcome back, you know, in the house and they, they tried to bring her back and then they, they, her parents. Yeah. Okay. And how they do that? No, they just tried. And I, and I put down my, that is the point I put down my foot. Uh, that no, no ways. This is not the way it is done. And they tried desperately to bring her back. And because once she would be back in the house, then Pandora's box has been opened. Okay. Yeah. Then, then you can't pick her yeah, up. Cause you have, cause you have accepted. Yeah. Right. That she has done this on her action. Okay. Now yeah. I'm getting into legal terms now. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Okay. So, but you know, this whole experience is not good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people in India uh, go through this. Okay. Because later on, because later on, I came to know that this is actually a pattern. It's like a script. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That usually happens. Uh, so, yeah. So, that is the time when when uh, we said that this she's not welcome back because she's done there and they knew what wrong she had done. They tried her, their level best to uh, reconcile between the two of us. And I completely like said no ways. That no, that she's not no, walking she back not, in the she house. Will, she will not, not walk into the house. house. Yeah, yeah. And her and their intention was now. This is my this is my opinion. Okay, I don't know uh, on the other side, but my opinion says that if they are successful in making her walk, then she can take the whole house. Hmm. Okay, then nothing, nothing. So that is not going to happen. I cannot risk my parents' hard-earned efforts and whatever they've acquired it's their thing it's not even my thing and and that's where the laws are skewed right for 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 a male in india okay uh so they they came over from their native uh place their hometown and 
a lot of tears <laughs> okay <laughs> on the parent side a lot of yeah. waterworks okay yeah. and uh, they try to request me to take a take her back and this i know she has committed a mistake and all and this is not the way and i completely like said no ways we're not so, having it no so that was the point that they realized that it's not going to happen so they went back and that is when that is when you know the emails started to come come in so the first few emails from? were from their parents to my parents okay so that's a start right that's a start so the f- first few emails are very personal in the sense uh, it's not legal language that this has happened and that has happened so that's the way of creating proof but i think on the third or fourth email we saw the term without prejudice on top of the body of the email Oh, like the title of the email. Yeah, no, no, not the title. Okay. But the body of the email. There's a top line which which is which has without prejudice. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's just freaking legal. That's okay. that's legal. Okay. Uh, lawyer has typed that. <laughs> so that's that's when the whole legal procedure starts happening. So what was written in that email? And by the way, you can only speak on this because this whole court case there. Yeah, because been done with, so they have done. to yeah. they have to create a case that you did wrong and you threw the house and you you know <clears> you. you did things or whatever it is anything under the sun <laughs> okay so yeah uh, so that's 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 when things started to actually take the legal form format and that is when um, you know because we knew what was coming uh, it created a lot of stress because when you have lawyers sending in uh, the body of the email we also have lawyers right and it's their daily they deal with this every day they know exactly what is happening so that is the time when i uh, when i actually got in touch with uh, a particular lawyer and she helped me throughout this case and there were times that we were given threats by law wow of applying a particular section and in that section the girl can go in any police station anywhere in india and freaking say anything okay and that law gets applied to you and arrest warrant for whosoever is named in that okay no proof required for a girl they can just legally, legally. go off her exact statement yeah uh, that whatever complaint that she's lodged uh, yeah. with the police yeah. and whoever she names yeah they can just go after them yeah yeah they that the groom's family has um asked me for money or anything and that's it done for Wow, okay. We have cases in India where 6-month-old uh, babies have also been arrested. So <laughs> that's insane, man. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. So, okay, that so happened and um obviously I had a good lawyer and lawyers know. So there was there were counter arguments and you know that whole to and fro happens and you come to a situation where uh, you say okay, fine, we'll do a mutual <laughs> with some money consideration. like a settlement yeah like a settlement yeah yeah and uh, you go through the rhythm of the whole legal procedure you have the first motion and second motion and then you have a divorce but nothing is certain even after the first motion right first motion means you legally declare that you are separated and living apart from one another and uh, the girl has the option of not turning off the second hearing Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, it can it can go the contested way anytime. Okay. Anytime. So now your lawyers are asking are asking for a settlement, the stat. I'm not asking for a settlement. They just say let's see how we can 
reconciles. Yeah, bring yeah. down the exactly. Set yeah, because uh, no matter how this turns out, you're gonna have to empty yeah. your pockets. Yeah, the guy yeah. has to empty That's his sad. pockets. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. Okay. And and the level of pain and stress that the family goes it's throughout through. the court proceedings. Yeah. yeah. And the worst is the worst is that in Indian society, it's the people who talk about it. <laughs> it's like free entertainment for them. Hey, yeah. do you want, do you know that? In that family, that is happening. Yeah, and that's so sad because they don't yeah. want to look into their households. They yeah. want to just look at everybody else yeah. and know everybody else's business and spew whatever opinions they want yeah. to spew. Yeah, so, you know, um, things happen and... Uh, okay, lawyers went back and forth. Yeah, lawyers... And went, now where are we at? So lawyers went back and forth. We tried to negotiate the price. That's what I call it because that's what it is. And uh, the first motion happens. Uh, that's the first hearing of divorce where you declare that, you know, we've been... Irreconcilable differences. differences. Yeah, we yeah. have to separate, yeah. uh, asking for a divorce. And this was filed from your side. No, it was mutual. It was decided okay, by okay. the to and fro between the lawyers that we'll go the mutual way because they said that we want this amount, like yeah. a big, humongous amount. Which, really? And then our lawyer said, well, you did this and that's how the counters come in. Yeah, and just out of curiosity, was there any dowry paid? No, <laughs> uh, in this uh, in this marriage. No, and Nothing. no one and no one will believe me, even today. Oh wow! Because hey, you can say anything on on a podcast or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you're a no. Guy. I mean, the uh, these yeah. these court cases have yeah. been settled, and you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, no one will believe me. So I would, even if I say no, nothing was exchanged. Yeah, you know, people may say, you know, well, who knows? You know, he might be just. I, I just want to preface this uh, that in some Indian marriages, according to tradition, a dowry is, for lack of a better word, a fee that is yeah. given to from the bride side to the groom side based on whatever request from the groom side, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, that the father of the bride has to give to the a groom groom side. That oh, this is to in, start in, a family. Yeah, to start a family. This is in addition to me giving my daughter to you. Here's the dowry to yeah, secure. It's a very old yeah. thing. Very old but, way of thinking. Yeah. yeah. But in now modern times. Right. Uh, and and you said that no, like I don't care for a dowry. I don't want no, anything because from we, you. We, yeah. Because we are a family. We never believe in this. Okay. Uh, no matter what people think after I say this, but I want to bring it out of the fact that my family is quite modern. So can you describe? Uh, can you describe like how they were going about asking for a certain settlement? Was it just straight up extortion at this yeah, point, yeah. or was it like, oh, you know, our daughter wasn't at fault because of this or that? You know what I mean? That like, has you, already you... that has already happened in that emails. Yeah, in those emails going back where and forth they, where between they the lawyers. That case, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that 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 whole back and forth right. is where but they, you know, uh, they but... put their point across that it is your fault, and then we counter that, and then right. they counter that, and then again counter. It's just like right. A... So uh, so what I'm what I'm trying to ask is, were there any display of some sort of humanity from their end in the sense that oh you know like is there a way we can come to this you know amicably as opposed to just being like you know what yeah we want to settle this here's the amount that you can give us to be quiet and we can just go our separate ways yeah and that is the point that when i described that the parents came over uh after she did certain things yeah, after she took, basically yeah. robbed you, okay, uh, you know, for lack of a better word. But yeah. okay, so she, now she's gone. So that, that she, stage has already passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that stage where yeah. the Now it's were... all about the settlement, uh, right? Okay. But you got to go a particular way yeah, uh, about, just, yeah, about the settlement. In broad daylight, ask, here's whatever amount of money. Yeah. 
uh, no, here's me asking for whatever amount of money. Yeah. Give me this and I'll be quiet and we can go our separate yeah. ways. So yeah. they start with a very high extortion amount. <laughs> yeah, man, this is this is sad. It's something which is like unfathomable. You you can't imagine. Yeah, okay. In your normal life that you, you, you because you're not that filthy rich. Okay. And then you have counters which because of those counters that our lawyers give, you bring out that amount. But irrespective of fact, you will have to pay. Okay. Okay. And we did. Right. Okay. Wow. That was so, the end result. So okay. So now. So I I had uh, I had invested in 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 a in a house which is under construction. So how did they come to that one amount of settlement? <laughs> There's no set rule for coming to that amount, but there are two parts of it. Firstly, they come to a settlement that this divorce is going to happen in a mutual consent way. Okay. That's the legal way that both want both the parties want a divorce okay and the second part of this is that okay this is the consideration as far as the monetary value is concerned it's quite arbitrary it, <laughs> it could land on any figure it could be just like 20 percent lower or in my case thanks the stars uh it was like way lower oh, <laughs> like good, way yeah. lower you know and that's why yeah. i said um i'm quite but lucky. the sad part is that at the end of the day you just knew that you'll have to empty your pockets yeah. just to make all of this go away. Yeah. 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 Well, that not that the case anywhere? Um, no, I mean, sometimes, you know, there's humanity present. Humanity and, is dead uh, yeah. you know, at, at this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you if know if it, was, it was all about humanity, then this whole situation would have come no, in no, first. No, somehow, yeah. some way, somehow, some way, there are definitely couples out there that yeah. are like, look, I, this is not working for us. But... I mean, depending if there's kids involved or non-kids involved, yeah. some couples amicably can come to a discussion, uh, come to a mutual agreement where they say, you will just go our separate ways. If, you know what, I'll just take this, you take this, and see ya. Well, <laughs> I'm saying there yeah, are there divorces are out there. Yeah, yeah there are yeah. divorces there are, out there. There are mature people. That's what all I'm trying to we say. Are, and we are also all mature people, but sometimes situations... Oh, of course. You yeah. know, and you've lived and breathed this, yeah, right? Well, so you know, you've seen the ugliness from all angles. Well, thank God it was not contested. <laughs> uh, it was the mutual. So, so settlement day is here. Settlement okay. day is there. So you, yeah. you, to get there, you need uh, two hearings. First motion, second motion, according to Indian law. And in the first motion, you declare, yes, we are separated now. We are officially, there's no, there's no chance of reconciliation out okay. here. And then they give you at least six to eight months. Giving you a possibility by law that maybe something turns around. Oh, okay. <laughs> so six to eight months of a gap between the between first motion the first one and, and the, the second, second motion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the second motion happens. Uh, so what? anything major happened between those six to eight months? Or are you just still separated and you're just kind of no, going about it, your life? No, it's separated and everybody tries to uh, recover their lives. Hmm. Uh, but the, but the, for the guy, I mean, I can talk for myself, there's always a stress that what if the other side doesn't land up on the second day of the second hearing. Mm. Okay. And then this gets dragged and on for yeah, on and yeah, on, on and, and on. on. Yeah. yeah. So that is still there. And in that time, the lawyers are always communicating. Right. Because during this time, uh, big lists are created uh, from the other side uh, of things that were given to the groom. Right. May not be reality, but you can add anything there. You know, like a... a NASA rocket or, you know, <laughs> uh, nuclear weapons. or In those six to eight months. Yeah. So now, okay, okay, they're going back and forth, whatever, yeah. right? And so now the second motion comes, right? So is the settlement reached 
before that or during yeah it's that? generally agreed between the lawyers okay, okay. so that's when, so when those, i'm when i'm talking about that list yeah this is the, that's in those yeah. six to eight months yeah, yeah. is where the settlement was trying to be reached, reached from both yeah, sides yeah, right yeah, yeah okay so and you did so that settlement day came yeah you agreed upon whatever amount and or whatever was part of that settlement yeah and now so how did that second motion go then for me, it went pretty smoothly because... They did the show up? Uh, yeah, they did. Okay, great. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the moment I signed uh, the papers and the moment she signed, I, I mean, I was I was relieved. Uh, it's kind of kind of a new life for me. And I now know on hindsight that how lucky I was. Right. Uh, because I whatever I say, I still cannot uh, explain the two years. Uh, because my memory is kind of blurred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to remember such bad yeah. times in your life, right? But I cannot explain uh, because it's quite difficult to put words around what you feel inside because it kind of breaks you from As within. a person. Yeah, it kind of breaks you as a person and it breaks uh, your belief in the very institution. And for of me... marriage, of love. Yeah, yeah. Of, and for me, I can say that it kind of broke me in the sense of what I think of women and their intention as far as marriage is concerned and this whole arranged marriage thing. And you don't know which way it goes, irrespective of whether it's you're, arranged, you're love marriage or arranged. Yeah, you question everything, right? It's kind of a defense mechanism that, that comes in automatically. Uh, it may come in, in different phases for different people in different ways, I would say. But for me, it was like, yeah, this is all bullshit. I, I don't believe in in this institution. I don't believe in uh, women, what they say anymore. It's kind of your way of saying, okay, I'm going to give yourself some time yeah, <laughs> to yeah, recover no, and, and you know, uh, rehash the neurons right. that are running in your brain around so, it. You know? So sidebar conversation, uh, you were saying something about the house? Okay, yeah. So when they initially... And this could or their, could not be put in. So just, you know, it's yeah. okay. I... Yeah. It's part of the settlement. It's part yeah. of that negotiation I mean, thing. Like, I don't want anybody out there to know, like, whatever, like, you know, what's in your wallet or something. Yeah. I don't care. Like, no, you know, the thing is that yeah. uh, they knew uh, that where we were living and, you know, generally houses are pretty, people who live there are pretty well off, I would say, you know. Uh, so that's how the, f- that was the first part of what they wanted. And then you have your lawyers to counter that and bring them down on their value. So that's, that's a six months period. That, okay. So th- this is yeah. just details of settlement, which yeah, yeah. there's no point so to they, get they, into. Because, they come up with a very yeah. high extortion amount and then yeah, slowly like fair, goes fair. down. <laughs> yeah. Some people are lucky, some aren't. Yeah. Fair. So, uh, no, I'm glad you, t- I'm glad you talked about your aftermath of how it affected you as a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, of course it's been many, many years since that particular experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so has your view on women grown away from what you just described? Do you feel like you should still be more trusting and do your best to not taint the entire population based off of a horrible sample size? Uh, I would say yes, but it, I took my own sweet time on it. Uh, okay, some so- people recover faster. I had my own defense mechanism. Right to recover from this, but you can't erase this. Of course you can't. Uh, but no, you can. You can't. But you can only uh, put your best foot forward uh, in your next relationship or next venture into this aspect, and just be a bit more cautious. It's taken a lot of time for me, and I felt that I feel that I I have lost uh, many years of my you know early thirties. Okay. Uh, which now in hindsight, I I feel that I should have jumped in a bit earlier but yeah i guess uh, i had to take my time 
what was the immediate aftermath after after the second motion was passed and you both went your separate ways, yeah. right? Of course, there was an overwhelming relief in yeah. the household yeah. that, you know, uh, this is behind you guys. So, like, what was that? It ta- walk me through the immediate aftermath and how the family kind of recovered. Well, the first thing that you as an individual go through is a sense of re- uh, a release, I would say. Uh, relief, anyways, comes in, but the release of the stress that is within yourself and between your yourself and your parents and, and the family. So the family generally takes steps to amend the relationships that have now become a bit sour between everyone, you know, between one another. But the, the good thing is that family understands it and everybody is relieved. So they talk about it probably after a week <laughs> because during that first week everybody's just dozing off and yeah it's just uh, you know this, they, they're doing their own thing to you know because now the that that stress and that anxiety that was there has now come down because you've you've uh, finalized certain things right so now you don't have to worry about you've it you've gotten your closure yeah no, uh, no, I would not agree to that because oh, closure right. comes from your self-belief, right? So the closure, you're okay. working towards your closure. Okay. Uh, but what happens is that because the stress levels have gone down and you, you've you legally closed the chapter. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like closure in terms of, ex- like, you know, the, the settlement has yeah. been reached and you're, hopefully you're never going to see this person for the rest of your life. Yeah. This ugly chapter has yeah. now come to a close. That's what I meant. Yeah. So I, I can I can tell you that my, my parents were relieved, relieved and they, they spent a lot of time uh you know just recovering from this whole ordeal right uh so they took their rest and you know and and the immediate family started to come in and you know discuss this and you know kind of uh, help help the family to recover from this you know go out on dinners and you know yeah. Talk about happy things, go Fair. out for movies or things like that. You know, you have to, it's like a natural thing because it's just like the feeling that we used to have when we, our exams used to get uh, done. Yeah, with. Exactly. And then, you know, the immediate day after you like just go out and party yeah. and uh, enjoy yourself and play yeah. around and all, you know. So in closing, what does the future look like for you now? Do you hope to remarry again? You still have that strength in you to find love again, and hopefully this time it'll take you on the right path in life? Uh, yes, I I do have that intention, and uh, I do want to look at that aspect as well. Uh, I definitely want to have my own uh, married life, right? Yeah. Uh, I want... That's a, your goal. That yeah. You, yeah. you want to be a father I, I also, one day. You yeah. want to have a... You know, you want to be married. I want companionship. And, okay, yeah. Uh, I want... I don't want to, like, live all alone. Okay. Uh, it took me a, a while for me to get out of that uh, whole uh, scenario. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> um, And I think it took too long. But, yeah, I definitely have intentions of opening up again and maybe giving it one more shot. But that's this time great. it'll be... A bit more cautious. I mean, of course. Yeah. I see there's a lot of lessons learned from your past, right? Yeah. As long as you apply them to your future and, um, you know, you're not making the same mistakes yeah. and you're cautious about things. The great thing that I see here is that you're still positive and you're still willing to continue fighting after well, I would all say, those beatings that you took. Yeah, I would say that I'm extremely lucky and look where I'm sitting right now. I'm in Canada. From my journey back at that time uh, in India, I went focused on my work. Uh, went to the United Kingdom for a couple of years and That's then great. Yeah, and came here. So yeah, uh, the the key message is to others who are listening to this is you know never lose hope, but 
if something is written in your destiny, it will happen. But you gotta just keep fighting. And I know the laws are biased, but sometimes uh, you gotta look at the positive side. Even if you're going through shit and hell at that point of time, in hindsight, you will always uh, learn something from it, which will prepare you to be a bit more uh, sturdy and strong in the future. Yeah, and that's a great message to share because yeah. you know who knows. There's yeah. a lot of people that that have gone through this. By the yeah. way. Uh, there was one point that you said that I saw that this is a pattern that ha- yeah. happens. The What happened to you yeah. in terms of, you know, the money being involved and yeah. being taken from you, uh, your household. Uh, how did you know that this was so, a pattern? Were there any stories yeah, out there? Yeah. Interesting point that you, you raised here. Uh, it was during my initial introduction to my official lawyer at that time. Oh. Uh, so what happened was that my parents had already talked to this lawyer and the lawyer said, you know, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to the main person, which is me. So I had an appointment booked and I went there and I and she just listened to me. She just listened to me for half an hour. So in half an hour, I was able to get through like half of the story. Okay. Okay. And he said, just wait. And then this happened, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then she must have done this, and that must have happened. She kind of narrated my story to me before I I could tell her what the case was. Wow. Yeah? I mean, she's seen this. Yeah. Time and time again. And that's, that's why I thought that this is a scripted pattern of how things progress when, when the legals are involved, because they know. They have seen... Millions of cases like this, I would say. Thousands <laughs> yeah. is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad, man. So, and I was surprised because I had nothing to say. And I was quite shocked that she's telling me as if she's... As uh, if she was in your household. In my household, right? Yeah. And I went outside and uh, I asked my parents, did you tell her everything? He said, no, no, we, she did not want, us, want to uh, listen to us in the first place. She said, I only want to talk to the guy. And this is what she, because she understood, right? Where the things yeah. are going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And ha- have you ever seen her again since then? Oh, no. <laughs> That's excellent. That's amazing. Out of sight, out of mind for once and for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it was a really touching story. I'm I'm glad you got all of that off your chest. And yeah. I'm sure it was such a trying period during that time. And uh, hopefully people that listen in will resonate to the story. And hopefully that'll help them. Right. That's the whole intention. And uh, how was your stay at the Heartbreak Hotel? It's been pretty good. Uh, when I talk about these things, you know, I, <laughs> I, I I revisit the sense of release that I experienced at that time. Right. And I feel that I am very lucky. And the whole message is that maybe if my story is similar to what you're experiencing, then maybe you will be that lucky as well. You know. So just keep the faith and uh, move ahead in life. That's you know, amazing. And don't man. and do not delay. Do not delay the decision of. Of course, uh, look of, at the red flags. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do not delay the de- decision of red flags, and do not delay the decision of getting back into the game. Uh, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Odyssey, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. It yeah, means the world to us. Hope your stay at the Heartbreak Hotel has been great. And uh, this is the Heartbreak Hotel podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.